Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. It's Friday, November 17th, 2023. Episode number 246 is coming at you. Thank you to Haley for that awesome introduction. Not much going on since the last podcast. Oh, wait. Except for the big news that came out last Friday afternoon. Briar Bauman announcing he is no longer with Dave Zanotti. Let me just read what he wrote because it's it's incredible and what a relationship and it's coming to an end. So Briar posted, there's been a bit of talk that Dave and I won't be working together in 2024. And I want to be the first to share that it is true. This last year has changed a lot about me and how I view things. With that being said, this change has to do directly with me and where I am currently. Looking for a feeling that I've recently lost. Winning Springfield to end our run together means more to me than I could ever describe. I can never repay Dave for the chance he took on me. I can never repay him for the endless hours he put into a motorcycle for me. Every second we have spent together has been an honor. You've had my back through every good and bad time we faced. Thank you, Dave, for it all. Well, that was the post, but he also posted the stats. And he got some of these from Burt Sumner, but just think about this. Seven years together two championships, 62 podiums in seven years, 62 in seven years. Well, there's 18 races a year. So that's incredible right there. 20 wins, 25 runner-ups, 17 thirds, a lifelong friend, a run people remember forever. I agree with all of that. Uh, you know, Zanotti is a second generation team owner, mechanic, tuner, whatever you want to call him. And him and his dad have both won championships. And I just, uh, I was surprised to hear about this when I heard, you know, I heard rumors about this about a month ago, but now Briar has made it official. So we'll see what's next. And now the first card has fallen in the Super Twins silly season or off season, uh, whatever you want to call it. So the questions I have is where's Briar going to go? And will Shana go with him? And then the next question, who, who's going to ride for Zanotti? You know, is Zanotti done? Will he pack up his things from Wisconsin and move back to California? There's a lot of rumors. And we've already heard that Red Bull and KTM have pulled out of the singles class. We're still waiting to find out where Cody Kopp and Max Whale are going. We also know that Al Lamb and Mike Vincent have teamed up, and they will have Hondas back in the Super Twins class. And now the rumor I'm hearing uh, it will be two riders. I guess we'll keep waiting for the next card to fall. Lots of rumors going around. Who's moving into the Twins class? Who's staying in the singles class? And then you got to think about this too. Where are these top amateurs going to go when they get into the singles class? Are there rides there? Are they going to have to fund it themselves? You know, we'll have to wait and see. Last weekend, I went to Redmond, Oregon for the first time ever for round number five of the IRC Tire Enduro Cross. And man, what a packed arena, a very old arena, um, but that didn't have anything to do with the, the program. It's just an old arena, but it was jam full, and they made a really fast track. It was great racing in every single class. I'm going to give you some the, the rundowns from the Open Pro class. Colton Haker goes out there and wins moto number one. Tristan Hart was second. Johnny Walker, who's the points leader and defending champ, he was third. Ryder LeBlanc was fourth, and Cody Webb was fifth. Moto number two, Tristan Hart puts it back together, takes the win. The 22 of uh, Johnny Walker was second. Colton Haker was third. Fourth was the two bike of Cody Webb, and then Ryder LeBlanc was fifth. So about the same top five, just in different orders. 
in moto one and moto number two. How you finish moto number two is how you line up for moto number three, and it will be Colton Haker taking the win in the third moto. So he won the first moto and the third moto. The 22 Johnny Walker was second, 84 Tristan Hart was third, Cody Webb was fourth, and then Will Reardon from Australia on the 39 gets up there and gets a top five in moto number three. Overall, Colton Haker with his first win in quite some time. He didn't win uh, an overall this season yet, and he hasn't won one last year. So an overall win for Colton Haker, and he was so excited up there on the podium. Tristan Hart from Canada was second, and Johnny Walker from England was third. And that's your overall there at Redmond, Oregon last weekend. Looking at the points, the 22 bike, Johnny Walker in the lead, trying to go back-to-back championships. He is seven points ahead of Tristan Hart, who finished second in the points last year. Colton Haker is third. He is 12 points behind the leader. Cody Webb is fourth. He is 14 points behind the leader. And fifth, quite a ways back, is Ryder LeBlanc on the 513. So it all comes down to this tomorrow night. The last round of the IRC Tire Enduro Cross season is happening in Reno, and it's live on MAV TV. That is M A V TV. Some people have it, some people don't, but if you can catch it, find it somewhere. I believe Ride TV is recording it for MAV TV, and that's the final round tomorrow night from Reno. Two weekends ago, Michelle and I flew down to Florida just for a quick getaway for the weekend, and I got to see my friend Ricky Rackman's stand up show called One Foot in the Gutter. We had a great time at the show. We had a great time at the show, um, and the show actually went 30 minutes longer than planned. I think part of that was because there was so many VIPs there. Uh, Billy Lane, the bike builder, was there. A member of the band Hatebreed was there. There was a tattoo artist that Ricky had known from a long, long time ago. Actually, we sat beside him for quite a while. And then someone from the Ink Masters was there. And I will include myself only because Ricky did as a VIP and uh, he got me into the show for free. So there was quite a few people that he knew personally, and I think he went a little bit longer on some of his stories and maybe threw out some stories that he doesn't normally tell in his One Foot in the Gutter show, but you're not allowed to record any of this, so I'm just going to give you some of the highlights of what he talked about, and I'm not going to any depth on any of the stories because if you want to know more about it, you got to go to one of his shows. But he did tell a few stories from his childhood, his early jobs, Uh, Then uh, he talked a lot about the Cat House Hollywood that he was a co-owner in. He talked about the Headbangers Ball, how he got onto the Headbangers Ball, what that was like, how he got into NASCAR. Then he had a a weekly racing radio show called Racing Rocks that I was actually on a few times. He talked about American Flat Track just a little bit and so much more, you know, like the highs and the lows. And it was just a lot of fun. And I, I had heard some of the stories before, but just to hear Ricky tell the stories, Leah was running the, the slides and the videos and, and stuff behind him to, you know, not really justify, but to add to the stories he was telling. And I had such a good time, and I would love to go see his show again. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Michelle, of course, had never met Ricky, so she got to learn about Ricky just from him telling the stories. And then afterwards... We waited around a little bit. Ricky texted me and says, hey, go up and see Leah. She'll point you backstage. So Michelle and I went backstage and got to see Ricky for just a little while. And then uh, the gentleman from Hatebreed came up. And so he was back there for a while, too. And and I knew Ricky was tired. He just got off a cruise and he was headed up to Daytona the next day. So we got to hang out with him for about 10 or 15 minutes. And it's never enough time to hang out with Ricky Rackman. But it sure was good to see him and Leah Vandetta. So It was a great weekend. I just want to give you guys a little bit about what it was about. 
There are a few upcoming races next weekend. The Flat Track Winter Olympics is going to be happening at Traveler's Rest Speedway. That's a half mile on both days. That's November 24th and 25th. Also, I've mentioned before, the Grand National Hooligan Championship Series will be happening down at Pensacola, and that will be December 7th through the 9th. That is part of the uh, Panhandle Clash that uh, Robbie Bobby puts on. So uh, that, there'll be more to that coming up pretty soon. Hopefully, I'll get to go down there and announce that one, too. And then I mentioned uh, also a few weeks ago that RPM is still adding to their schedule. It looks like they've kind of settled in at 18 rounds so far. They did change some of the class names. Uh, they didn't quite restructure them, but they're just kind of changing the class names. So the Power Elite classes are no longer. So the new class names are Pro Outlaw Twins, riders 16 years old and older. Pro Outlaw Singles, riders 14 years old and older. And then there's a Pro Outlaw Open, which is combining those two classes. So if you, if you want to race against a twin on a single or vice versa, it gives you another chance to make a paycheck. So that's combining both classes. The twins, again, you have to be 16 years old or older, and the singles 14 years old and older. And, you know, some tracks, the singles are still faster than the twins, but most of the bigger tracks, the twins are, are faster. But this way, you'll find out who the fastest guy is and, and on which motorcycle. So I like what they're doing there. Not really much else going on. Hopefully we'll get some information here pretty soon about some more upcoming races. Still working on trying to get some more guests on here. Got to sit down with Carter. He's going to teach me the ropes on uh, how to record and what the best way to record and all that fun stuff is. We did one a couple of weeks ago with Sammy Sabedra and Carter helped me out with that. I was actually on the road when that happened, so I didn't have the ability to learn how the, all that was being done. So Carter did all the hard stuff like he used to do in the past, and I'm still working on it. Hopefully we get a little bit closer. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. That's coming up next week, and just be thankful. You know, Thanksgiving is about being thankful, and, and I'm looking forward to it. Actually spending the uh, Thanksgiving day with the Dubler side of the family at my dad's house, and we're going to do the Dubler family Christmas, and Grandma Pa's going to be there, and uh, my aunts and uncles and my cousins, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you next Friday right here on Off the Groove.